for another first impression BJJ. Today we're gonna have Karan set as a guest. Karan is like a, a teammate, you know, we trained together for, I would say the last five, six years, you know, at Toronto BJJ. We've been together in many tournaments, many days training together, you know, a lot of, a lot of stories to tell. But today we, we're gonna talk a little bit of his experience in BJJ and some like uh, injury stuff, you know, but I want him to introduce a little bit of himself and we're gonna keep going. There you go, Karan. Hey, so hey everybody, my name is Karan Sensi. I train out of Toronto BJJ as, as Calvin has said, uh, under George Brito. Uh, I'm a brown belt. Uh, hopefully get that black belt soon, just like Calvin, but uh, <laughs> exactly. one day we'll get there. Uh, yeah, Definitely. and that's pretty much it. That's who I am. Exactly. Karan and I, like I said, you know, we've been training partners. We we hang around too much when, uh, you know, good times around Toronto BJJ and um, less work, less responsibility, right? Now it's very different times. So we, we got to work a little bit. Training is it. Well, there's no much training like before because of COVID, but still it's something that we, we really like to do, right? I'm sure you you training somehow, you know, with some friends, things. Oh, yeah. Training. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But it is what it is. We we're doing something that we really like, right? And there's no way to kind of stop like for good. Because I don't know, man. It's been eight years doing jujitsu and it, it's not like like this, we're gonna just say, oh stop and and you know, it's really hard. It's really hard. How how has been COVID, you know, like with training in life? How 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 is that for you? Um, it's been okay. I mean, honestly, like uh, last year, uh, me and my family, we uh, lost our food business. We were running it for like 18 years. Um, then we decided to shift it over to uh, like a different sort of food uh, style. Um, and then I guess, you know, we were doing great. We were doing like, you know, 300 customers in our opening day. Uh, and then COVID hit. And then, you know, we literally in three, four months, we had to close down. And I'm sure there's a lot of businesses out there are in the same boat. Um, but sure, I will say sure. like COVID has been a blessing to me, uh, because, you know, not just because I'm able to learn a lot, just being alone, uh, and also trying to, you know, work around this, but, uh, now I'm going into a whole separate business and I got an investor lined up. So yeah, it's been, it's That's been good. okay. It's bittersweet, you know? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm sure it was like tough for everyone, but at some point it's, it's kind of good too, right? Like I, I never took so much time off from work or from jujitsu, you know, during this eight past eight years, the time off was maybe we get hurt, like something hurts today and three days after two, maybe even next day we're back on the mats, right? Well, like, Oh, I'm just, just going to drill, just going to drill. You well, know? that's you, especially, I know that that's <laughs> something about you. I mean, you'd hurt your hand and just tape it up and you'd have like this much tape on it. I'm like, okay he's like yeah i just sprained my wrist like yesterday <laughs> but i'm back again today you know that's like the regular thing you know? i know i know man but we we love it it's not that we like it like we love it something that we do for a long time you know it's not like oh it's just a training no we were there every day every oh, yeah. day you know yeah afternoons nights training talking hanging out and it's part of it too you know it's part of the, the thing. We go there because we like training. We like the training partners. We like to, to be surrounded by the people that we like. And, and that's one of the good things about jiu-jitsu that brought to me, you know, to be honest, the network, you know, people that we 
even though we haven't seen each other for a long time, but it's the same thing, you know, every time we're going to see each other, it's like, man, it's, it's like the other day, I just saw you yesterday, and then I'm sure when I see you, it's going to be like, hey, what's up, man, you know, long time, but the same feeling, because jujitsu keep that with us. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's actually the big thing, it's funny you mentioned that, it's like, I haven't talked to a couple of people, I know, you know what, there's so many people, if I started naming them, it would take up the whole podcast, it would be like half the gym. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's just like, I'm sure that, you know, like I keep people in my thoughts. It's funny, like certain things that I learned on and off the mats, like as you were saying, you know, yeah. for example, like somebody like, you know, a black belt, Andrew McCall, you know, somebody that, uh, Andrew, you, know, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, and he's, he said things like, um, we had a little bit of a chat online on Instagram, like on under some comments or whatever. And he said something that was, that was pretty unique. He's like, man, these if you told people how much BJJ meant to us, they would, they would think we're crazy. You know what I mean? Like how it's an oh, essential yeah. thing for us, you know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. People, it, every, everybody's is like on their own need, right? Oh, this is essential for me. This is that. And our thing is jujitsu, right? No, I'm sure it's a huge community. So it makes a lot of difference on like on our life. Stop something that makes a lot of difference, but COVID, COVID couldn't do that like fully, you know, we, we stop a little bit, but then it's like, come on, man, we, we got to keep going, you know, gotta, it's bad on the business, to be honest, because we cannot do this in the business, right? Because if not, you're going to get fines and stuff like that, but we're waiting, you know, we're going to wait and then things will work out. But, you know, talking about jujitsu, can you, can you like talk to, like say to people how, how your first experience with jiu-jitsu was like your your first day pretty much you do you remember that oh yeah man like it was yesterday it's actually funny like now that i have a brown belt like you know i know you're not supposed to be like oh you know fronting and stuff but i'll always bring it up I'm like i have a brown belt <laughs> <laughs> like, i say it man because like when i first started jiu-jitsu man i was like 200 pounds i was out like out of shape like i was smoking like um buka, like all the time all the time yeah, all the time like, i'm starting every day like you know um and i like you know going back like i would think you know some of these tournaments as blue purple i'm like i wish i never smoked you know like yeah yeah, yeah. when you realize you know? that right you're like oh man oh yeah i know i know but and and how did did you do when like where was your first contact with bjj at toronto bjj no, no. So it wasn't at Toronto BJJ. So the first time ever, uh, like, actually, it's funny because I'm a huge gamer. So uh, when I was out of shape and everything, I, I simply just bought a UFC game. Like, I, I walked into a UFC <laughs> game and I was like, hey, you know, like, I need a new fighter, you know? And then he, some guy at the desk, he's like, you know what? Is UFC 2 or whatever was out at that time? And he's like, yo, it's a little different, but, you know, try it out. As soon as I played it, I started falling in love with, like, the characters, you know, and then the individual fighters. And at that time, Netflix uh, was brand new. So they had a contract with, like, UFC, some of the old stuff. So I started watching the old UFCs at that time. I think this was, like, 2010 or 11. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, it was funny. Like, as soon as I, I was like, man, I want to try some of this. I want to do this, you know? Yeah. So I ended up going to Rev MMA, actually, it run by Joel Gerson. Um, and so, uh, I was there uptown, for a little bit. Right? Was, uptown, right? Uptown. In like Uptown, I think, uh, Les Mill, around there. Let, um, yes, yes, it, yes. Yeah, well, it's pretty I, funny. I, so, you know. Yeah. All right, no, go ahead, go ahead. Like, uh, I, I think I've You're been there. To... I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where is it pretty much, but I know it's like Uptown. 
and I never been there. I know, I know Joel, you know, like, but I never been there. Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, it's a good facility. It's a very clean facility, very nice very facility. Nice. Uh, you know, Joel's a good teacher, you know, oh, but sure. like as soon as I went to BJ, that's where my heart's at, you know? <laughs> so, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's, we feel the, the connection sometimes different, right? It's not about the gym or the, the, the coach or whatever. It's like whenever you go to a place and you feel better, you're just like, okay, here's the place. And, and that's what it is. Like with me, uh, when I actually got to Rev, like I, I didn't actually do jujitsu. Like I went uh -huh. there because I was playing this character in this video game and they were just standing and banging, you know? And when I went there, I was like, I want to do this, you know? So I started doing uh, kickboxing. I did it for like four or five months, six okay. months. Um, and right beside, like his dojo has like separate kind of dojos, you know? Like it's kind of like you got one dojo on the right and one dojo on the left and it's like barricaded. So you separate can have classes, separate classes, but it's like okay. separate dojos, you know, but in the same floor. So you can actually like, if you look over the barricade on the right side, you can actually see what's going on in that class. Oh, the class. Okay. Yeah. Another class. So I was doing this kickboxing and I looked over and I'm like, man, what are these guys wearing? They're wearing like these full suits. At the time, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so I'm like, what are these guys doing? They're like grabbing the collars, this and that. So I actually like one time during a cool down, I just like looked over and I found it really interesting. I was like, man, that's crazy. That's like a whole different thing. Like, well, what are they doing? So I decided to take my first class ever because it was included in my membership at the time. Uh -huh. I walked in. Uh, I, I didn't have even a gi. I just had like a shirt and, and shorts. And uh, Joel let me in. And he's like, just use your shirt. So, I mean, they ripped apart my shirt, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from there, man, that's it. I never went back to kickboxing again. Ten years later, awesome. I'm Rambo. Exactly. You did one class? Like you... You, like you said, you're doing Muay Thai and then you look over, you got interested and then you did one class and then never stop again. That's it, man. And I never went back to, I think the only time I kickbox now is like when I hit the bag at a gym or at my house just uh -huh. for like a warm up and, and that's really it. But man, like never, ever again. Like I just started to get to, you know? So, so that very, was it. Very addicting, right? Very addicting. It's it was something crazy, really man. nice. It's that first time, like I think... Um, like I got one little position, like it was like one dominant position. And it was like, you know, it was like heroin. I was like, man, this is crazy. You know, I'm able to <laughs> a guy like this, you know, like, that, you know, and, and it was not like, like for me growing up, I was a huge wrestling fan, like uh, WWE. So I was okay. always into grappling. Like me and my brother used to always do like some little stuff growing up. And, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I'm sure all, all of us have a little bit of experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so I think like grappling, it's, was kind of like in my heart from a very young age so you know when i when i seen jiu-jitsu and i kind of did it for the first time just give it that little first try that was enough for me man like that was oh, it sure. i was like man this is perfect this is what i need you know yeah a lot of yeah, a man. lot of people a lot of people actually they have this experience too right with me with me too like i i had some experience before but then when i went to the gym the first day i was like man i really like it yeah so then was just like okay next day next day next day till now you know all the way black belt and i love it there is no bad experience for me you know like you're gonna have many ups and downs but you just gotta keep going right until you see how many years so since it was 2011 you said so i started 2011 so for me it's been uh in I, it was in january actually it's pretty funny so uh january 2011 uh and now it's been 10 years Ten years, man. Yeah, it's a it's a long journey, but I'm sure it's worth it, right? It's pretty good. Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, after the first class, and then you, there was anything that, that took, like, your attention in the first class that you're like, man, this is, like, impressive. Did, did, did it, like, sometimes people just get beat up, right? You go to your first class, you just get yeah. beat up. Yeah. But sometimes you go to the class and you're like, wow, I didn't know I could do that. Or I didn't know that could happen. Did, did something happen to you like that or no? Man, I'll tell you something funny, man. Growing up, playing around with my friends, I was the guy getting my ass beat all the time. <laughs> like, it was like not new to me, you know? So like- Getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, so like that was me. Like we would grapple and I would be a little smaller or shorter at the time. And I would always get into like, people would put me in front headlocks like all the time, you know? And at that time, like, we didn't know what tapping was. Like, we just suplexed each other or something. Let's go, right? yeah. There was no <laughs> stopping, right? Yeah, <laughs> so it was like, we just we just hang out and play. So I was kind of used to that. So, um, like, when I went into jiu-jitsu, I just felt, like, right at home. I was like, man, like, just that, as I said, like, that little dominance, that little tiny position. I think it was, like, side control or, like, I almost had a guy's back and I slipped off. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And I was like, whoa, I have a capability. Like, I can actually do that. Like, I can actually hop on a guy's back that's a little bit bigger than me. And I see something there. Like, there's something yeah. there, you know? So sure. that kind of, that was it. And then I bought my first gi, which was crazy expensive at the time. I was like, what the hell is this, you know? Like, compared to kickboxing, a couple of gloves, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, I know. And, sure. um, and that's it, man. Then I got addicted. Like, I just, I did my first tournament. I lost terribly. Uh, and then that was that was how, okay. how was the experience with the tournament that's a good okay. one how was it so the tournament i took very seriously like that first tournament like I got white, there. Belt, white belt white belt white belt <laughs> like i was the white belt you know um i was i think i was an a3 or something you know and um for people who don't know a3 like that's like around 200 pounds plus like for yeah, people size. That are larger right like a, a big dude yes exactly like like a bigger bulkier person so that's how like you know that's how i started so um when i first got to the tournament it's funny enough it was at uh, centennial college uh centennial and i think oh. it was like ontario, ontario open i think it was a uh, long time ago when they used to host it in centennial i'm pretty sure and uh I then to, i got there just, just to mention i wasn't even in canada okay <laughs> That, at that time, I wasn't even in Canada. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, remember so, because I did, yeah, I did a lot of Ontario Open. Mm -hmm. I did, I did and, a lot of Ontario Open. Like, I think what? Sorry. Wait, what? 2014? I said you did Ontario Open 2014, 15, right? 14. That's exactly. when they moved it over. Yeah, that's when they oh, moved it okay. over. So in the beginning, I think it was in Centennial. So uh, I may be getting it wrong. I don't know, man. A long time. Okay. Ago. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. But, but tell, uh, tell about the experience. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So I got there. Man, I got there three hours early, like before the <laughs> match, like the match was set up, but only staff were there. Like there was nobody. Like it was crickets, you know? And I started warming up like three hours earlier, you know what I mean? Because I did not know what was going on, but I just wanted to be ready, like, because I trained, I trained for like four or five months. I think I had like two stripes or one stripe at the time. So yeah, I was actually good. improving, you know? So, um, and this is funny enough, actually, I had broken my leg three months prior to this tournament. So like, this is funny how we're talking about injuries. Like we're going to definitely talk about these injuries, but like, you know, it's funny, man, that was not enough for me to stop. Like that was like more of a push. So the broken leg happened while you were training jiu-jitsu already? No, no, no. So uh, I actually, before, uh, right? Before thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got dragged by a car, which is a crazy a, a story. Oh, for, really? 
a whole other <laughs> time, you know, but, you know, God willing, I live, I'm good, I'm healthy, you know what I mean? Thank and, God, uh, thank God. That's it, man. And, and that's what pushed me, like that broken leg, just sitting at home, all I did was play UFC. Like I, <laughs> I just sat there for like three months and now instead of instead of fighting with these stand and bang fighters, I would use like these grapplers, like these jujitsu exactly, guys, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I got there to that tournament, as I said, like three hours early, uh, I'd warm up. By the time I got to my fight, I was tired. Like I was completely tired <laughs> because I was just exhausted. Up, you know, like <laughs> so um, I lost the fight. It didn't even go to the ground. Like we literally stood up, grip fight, grip fight the whole time. The whole time, okay. The whole time, because we didn't know what was going on. We it happens a lot. You, know, like you literally held on for five minutes and and the only reason i guess i think the guy won was because he was like pushing me or a little bit more aggressive or whatever you know um, no points nothing just nothing nothing so ref's decision i guess five minutes that's it just and my hands were like done after that i'm sure know? so um i lost and then you know what i i spent some time i i did go back like after i lost my tournament of course i, I went back to train um uh-huh so I was training three times a week at that time. I, I wasn't really like, I was just going because it was like a side thing for me. It was like a hobby type of thing. You yeah. know? Um, and then eventually what had happened was um, I started hearing uh, Toronto BJJ from like a couple of my friends uh, who I used to smoke hookah with at that time. Okay. You know, And just a couple of them, I think they did judo and one of them did uh, uh, striking and, you know, they were telling me, he's like, this one guy, he was like, you should really go to Toronto BJJ if that's what you want to do. Like, they have a really good team. Uh, they have a good competitive team. Uh, you should go there if that's all you want to do. Uh, because remember, when I went to Rev MMA, I wanted to do MMA. I wanted yeah. to do taking, right? Uh, but then I fell in love with jiu-jitsu. So then I ended up at Toronto BJJ. Uh, and then when I got there, you know, it was like a whole oh, separate yeah. thing, you know? <laughs> uh -huh, it was uh -huh. like George yeah. yelling. <laughs> it was like, you know, lineups, like, you know, it, it was just like a whole different experience. And so um, it worked with my lifestyle because uh -huh. I needed that discipline, you know, like I really needed somebody to kind of yell at me, like, tell me what was up, like, you know, and uh, I thank God, like George has been a big uh, mentor in my life over awesome. you know, on and off the mats. Oh, yeah. him. And, and there's a lot of people at, at, at Trump BJ that are, you know, have come and gone uh are a different jams and yeah. you know, they're like i agree well, you know i agree i agree and, and that was it yeah that was it man so basically you went there for the first tournament got exhausted before the before the match <laughs> and then when it was the match it was just like grip fighting going crazy stand up you know i'm sure i'm sure it was just a learning too you know because it's like okay man and then after you probably was like man what did i do you know, what did I do? Went there like so early, spent my whole energy trying to get ready for something. And then when it happened, it was just like, you know, oh, holding yeah. and moving around, trying to take down or whatever, get exhausted, you know, hand grip for whoever never did a tournament and you want to do it, get ready, you know, because the, the grips, like the forearms and hands is going to be dead. Even if you do three minutes and it's, or you either get to meet or you submit, you know, for some reason, I'm sure your grapes is going to be done. For the first time ever, it's it's pretty much the same thing with everybody, right? Or maybe you're already a, a Muay Thai fighter or something that you have experience fighting and then you go to jiu-jitsu. I still believe you're going to have this type of feeling. 
but it would be different because you have a little bit more experience, right? Oh, yeah. But there you go. After after the tournament, how was it? Like, how was the feeling, you know, getting back to the gym or getting back to, to training? How was, like, in the head? What did you think? So I was actually very frustrated, like, when I – because I was like, man, we didn't even hit the floor. Like, we didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even go to the ground, you know? Um, and you know what it was like, I'm very grateful. Uh, my family was there, uh, my, my sister, my brother, um, my dad, Supporting. My awesome. and they were there, you know, uh, I, I think that was like the only tournament they ever came to, but it's all good. You know? <laughs> but like, uh, because it became part of my life after, you know what I mean? Like yeah, was, yeah. whatever. Something you, normal, right? Yeah. I can't even count how many tournaments and I'm not even really a, a big competitor. Like there's people out there that compete every, every weekend, every, exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. So like, and even me, over 10 years, I, I can't even count how many tournaments I've been. Oh, yeah, you did a lot. You did yeah. a lot of tournaments, you know? you know? So, essentially, like, after that, like, I had some good support. I was just happy. I was like, man, I, I actually went out there. Like, I signed up for my first tournament. I showed up. Uh, I took it seriously. I did the fight. I didn't back out. I tried my best. Um, you know what I mean? And then after that, Definitely. like, you know, we went out to, like, we went out to Jack Astor's. We had a good time. My dad bought exactly. me some drinks. You know, and it was good. Like it was that is needed in 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 your life. That's what I think. You know, like that that's like a bonding experience. Like me and my dad. Like my dad told me. Like he's so I'm Indian. You know, like East Indian. Yeah. And uh, my dad's like very old school. Like um, in the sense of like culturally. You know. Uh -huh. so when he see me fight like for that first time, like whether I lost or not, like he told me he's like he pulls me aside. He's like, man, I'm really proud of you. Like you know. Like you went out there, you you did your best, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And, and that was it. That was enough. I was like, yo, if he's proud, like, why should I stop? You know, like it makes it makes me happy. It makes him happy. Makes me exactly, exactly. Why, why should I stop? You know? Exactly. So that's why I went back to train. I was like, yo, I got the support. I I got my mental right. Why not? You know? That no, was, that's the best, man. Like after you losing the fight, you know, maybe that didn't matter, but. You're exhausted, man. You're tired mentally, physically, you know, you're just there and then you lose. And then, like you said, man, your dad come, goes there and says, man, I'm proud of you. You know, you just basically, basically, that's what he said, man. You went, you came here, you put on the line, you tried, you just, you did 99% that most of the people don't even get close to do it. Okay. I'm not talk, I'm not only talking about like jujitsu. I'm talking like about in life, just as an experience of anything that you go there, you put on the line. If you you get a his you get a result. It's not about like losing or winning. You know, you go there, you put on the line, and then you got a result. What was the result? You lost, and then with that, you create experience that inside you 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 feel like fulfilled, right? You're like, man, I, I did this. I could like a couple months ago. You said yeah, I broke my leg, and then you come you do this and then your dad comes and say some nice words to you you know like it's i'm sure it means a lot because means would mean to me too you know if my dad like my family could come in and, and watch me fight and then my dad if you win or lose your dad come hugs you and say hey man you did good you know you i'm proud of you man it, it's there's no better words than that coming from your own family right like i'm sure it's it's pretty good absolutely but, and then how was you know, after that, like, go back to the gym, get back to work. And how was the mindset after? So when I got back, like, honestly, as I said before, like, I wanted to make the switch because I got more serious. That's what made me get even more serious because 
um, I had my taste, that first bite, you know, of the apple. Like, I want to finish the rest of that apple, you know? So, like, for me, I was like, man, I got to hop into a serious team. Like, not to say that Rev isn't a serious team. Like, for sure, you know, it's just uh-huh. you got to fit in where you got to fit in, you know, as we said for before. Sure. You know? yeah. So, I, I uh, went over to Trabier's uh, I met uh, George at the time. We had Eduardo at the time as a separate instructor. Uh, time ago, yeah. a while ago and uh you know it, it was like as soon as i got there like the intensity was a whole different thing and also like the jiu-jitsu style was completely different, different like yeah. anybody who knows george knows like smash 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 like you know like that's like what he loves to do so that's something like and that's not just like his jiu-jitsu that's like his mindset, you know? Mentality, mindset and yeah. and so like having that type of person having people who are like like-minded in that in that kind of idealistic way um, around me was what I needed to get around exactly that's what it was like for me that's what I needed because uh, I used to be sort of like a flaky person you know like just kind of like I would do things I would leave it I would do things I would leave it you know and uh, it took me a long time long time to kind of like drop that you know like try just try to like commit to things you know at one time like I was only committed to jitsu like I would leave this job, I would do a diploma and I would like I'd back out and kind of switch. And so like the only thing I stuck to was like jiu-jitsu, you know, like exactly. jiu-jitsu was it. And literally through that, I was like, man, like if I could stick to this, what's stopping me to stick to other things? Like jiu-jitsu is really hard and it only gets harder. Like just because you get your brown or your black. Great point, Karan. Great point. Great <laughs> point. Know? Keep going. Yes. Great so, point, you know. Like, you know, as soon like every belt level, like okay, blue was hard. Okay, purple is harder. You know, okay, purple is hard. Okay, brown is harder. You know, and exactly. then when you get to black, it's like all belts don't even matter. Like, I think Force Gracie said this. It's like a belt only covers two inches. Two inches. Of your ass. You got to exactly. cover the rest of it. You know, and, and and so that's what I needed in my life. So when I got to BJ, I kind of got a little dose of that. Um, and uh, you know, blue belt was hell, hell, man, like so oh, yeah. bad like three years we and were blue belt together when oh, yeah. i got there oh, yeah, when yeah, i got yeah. there yeah yep. yeah yeah so exactly. i remember this is when like i started first hanging out with you i started hanging out with a bunch of, and you know what's funny out of all the blue belts like how many of us are really now brown or black like oh man yeah i know i'm years, sure you know <laughs> and, and that's like a, that that's 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 the reality of it you know like oh, yeah i think when i started at trombie today there was 30 uh white belts in the class that i was in wow. Uh, and I think it was just me from that class and two others that are now still actively doing jiu-jitsu. So, you know, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, people, people get different directions, right? Different directions. And we try to, to, we try to keep them up through jiu-jitsu. Like you said, man, jiu-jitsu taught me many stuff, like to keep up with, with things, right? You, this, you saw, if I can keep up with jiu-jitsu... Why cannot keep up with all the things, right? This is, man, this is something like very, very important. Like you decide doing it and then you see that you like, it's something really hard, hard on your body, hard on your mind, you know? People are screaming at you and you say like, man, that the discipline that I needed and you kept going. And then that made you realize like, why I give up in all this stuff in my life that would be important to me too, right? Man, jiu-jitsu taught me this too. Like nowadays, like man, I never was a kid that liked to study. I man, forget about it. I was like surfing, 
missing class to go to the beach, you know, be with friends and stuff, hang around. But then nowadays I really realize like, man, I should have studied like a, a lot more, but it's never too late. You know, it's never too late. So jujitsu taught me that it's never too late because I started jujitsu with 21. You know, I'm 29 now. I compete a lot. You know, I did a lot of tournaments. I did a lot of trips for jujitsu. And that was always like fulfilling myself, like in a way that I was like, man, like you said, if I can do that for jujitsu, why I cannot do it for other things that's going to help me grow, you know, as person. But I chose jujitsu to help me to do that and and be on jujitsu. That's why I'm here, man. Like you see like Cambridge BJJ podcasts, I was doing stuff. And in a way or other, we always stick around with the same persons that chose chose that too. Even though like you didn't go out there and open a gym or whatever, you're still in the community, you're still training, you're oh, still yeah. with the same feeling, you know, and growing life too, because jujitsu help you to do that. Where where are you working when you when you do like training when you start training? Yeah, you're so, working, right? Uh, so actually, like, so my dad owned a Mr. Sub for like 18 years. Like, so I would that was like my bread and butter. So like that's okay. what I that's where I would be. You know, like I would work there. I I pretty much help him all the time. I'd help him every weekend. Yeah, I know, um, I know that that and and I and I had school and at that time I had a girlfriend. You know, and all those things together. Like that was there's a lot going on. You know um so you know for me like I kind of look at myself like I used to be a wanderer you know like kind of just going from one place to another like that's actually one thing about me that um it's funny enough I used to hate that I used to hate it like I used to be like man like why is it that I can't stick to something but then as I grow older and I start learning especially through jiu-jitsu you know something I love to do so that's why I stuck to it and that was exactly it like I started to realize man it's not because I'm, you know, this is a bad thing. This is a good thing. I, I'm the type of person I am is I'm a passionate person. You know, I keep everything kind of in the open. You know, like yes. I'm sure you know that. You know me. Yeah, no, so, you I know. know. We men for sure. So you know, like for me, what it is is like I can't do something that brings me not doesn't bring me joy. You know, exactly. like it doesn't bring me happiness. You know, so like bouncing around this and that. Especially like coming from an East Indian community, everybody wants you to be like good by 24, 25, you know, you're old now, you know what I mean? So like, but here, like, uh, especially through jiu-jitsu, man, like some athletes get in their prime at like 28, you know what I mean? And then, okay, 28, who cares after that? Just who master, cares? You know? Exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean? who cares? Yeah. So, you know, that's what it was for me. Like, like jiu-jitsu really taught me like, man, um, quitting is, it's not quitting. It's just finding what you want for yourself, you know, like, and for me, jujitsu was that thing, like, it kept me, it, it changed my mind, it changed the way I view things, like, it's not that, okay, I, do I regret leaving things? Yeah, of course, but you know what, if I didn't do that, if I didn't leave those things, like, God knows, like, would I be happy? Would I be going in the same direction I'm going in yeah, now? Would, exactly. I even, exactly. would I have even stuck to jujitsu? you know what I mean, like, maybe I would have got caught up in work or like some school and maybe I would have just stopped doing jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? And uh, like, I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy that jiu-jitsu kind of kept me at bay, you know? I know, I know. It's a, uh, people will always find an excuse, right? People will always find, oh, like, man, I preached since I was a blue belt and then I started teaching, you know, like I had some tough times and then I had to teach because my coach got sick, blah, blah, blah. You know, when I started, 
since that time I fell in love like teaching, you know, I was like, man, this is it. I, I want to teach. I want to be there. Even though I want to be a competitor too, I was always there competing and stuff, but I always had in my mind, back in my mind, man, you, I, you, I, I want to teach, you know, I, I will be a teacher. I will be a black belt and I will teach people. I, I feel good when I see people, when I can teach and people learn. And, and it's very nice to see that, man. Uh, my experience right now at Cambridge BJJ is just amazing. Amazing to see the guys training. And I'm like right there just watching, you know, looking at them and like, wow, these guys. And everything that they do, I taught. It's an amazing oh, yeah. experience, you know. I'm sure you already taught. You already had experience like how to, how yeah. to teaching, right? Oh, how, yeah. how was it, by the way? How was your experience with teaching? So teaching is next to the best thing, like, especially for someone like me, like I'm a very vocal person. I'm a very kind of outspoken individual. Like I I talk a lot, you know? (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, using that energy towards, towards uh, helping somebody kind of grow, like, you know, so we did a little thing uh, where I, we were in like this kind of nonprofit sort of setting um yeah. where like you know we weren't making a lot of money man i was just teaching for free like i would just show up yeah. and, and i would just teach you know like uh because oh, yeah. that was it you know and and we so i started teaching you um in scarborough because that's where i was kind of raised uh with eric fan and darson darson uh, yeah, at, at yeah. tri academy and uh right now they're they're not two great guys two great competitors by oh, the yeah. way you know dude high level you know so level, and, and yeah. being with them actually you know, that really helped me. That really helped me in jiu-jitsu, being around people who are, like, always competing. Like, okay, maybe I didn't compete as much as them, but just being around them. Oh, like, yeah. It Training. Really oh, yeah. Absolutely, you know? So, uh, teaching there was just great, man. Like, just showing up. It was with kids, too. So, a lot of these kids, like, uh, a lot of these kids, like, they were uh, in low-income housing. Um, and they don't even have enough money to pay for regular membership. So we're giving them like crazy discounted prices. And then I'm just showing up for free and just training. And, and that's the thing. I love Jitsu so much. I love teaching so much that I would just come for free, man. In the middle of me going to work, going to school, working at my dad's shop, I would just show up on a Thursday or a Friday and I would teach, you know. Um, and, and that was great. That was a big thing for me. It taught me um, the capability of like, you know, what, like, okay, Toronto BJJ, Rev, whatever it may be, like that changed my life. Now I'm using that and I'm changing this per- this individual's life. life. Exactly. Exactly. Know? And, and instead no of no cause for that, no cause for that. Jujitsu. Nothing. Oh yeah. And, exactly. and the thing is, like these kids, like a lot of these kids, especially in Scarborough, there's shootings, there's stabbings, there's robberies, and that's what they grow around. Like they grow around um that type of stuff of course you're from brazil you know that better than anyone. i know i know you know, I know. I mean? I'm, I'm sure so i know here is like nothing compared to compare exactly brazil, you know? but still it's still a bad situation oh, yeah, it's still it a bad you don't want to be in that senior you know absolutely so, so you know plucking a couple of these kids out of, of that sort of situation of course you can't i mean look i'm not a savior i'm not here to save anybody i'm here to kind of show you what i have and if you use it for your life that's great you know so that's that's a, that's essentially it, what it is. It changed you. I'm sure it can change somebody else's life, right? That's it, that's man. It. That's it. So, yeah, man, teaching was a great thing, and uh, like in the future, that's definitely something I, I want to do. Like right now, amazing. Just, you know, right now I'm invested in something else because of COVID and and things going on. But yeah, man, the goal is to open up my own gym and you know be under exactly. the affiliation. And, you know, maybe get myself as an instructor in there, get a couple head instructors and kind of go that path. That's, I think that's everybody's sort of dream. Like people who become black belts or brown belts, someone who goes to the really 
highest level of jujitsu, the belt wise, like time wise, yeah. um, I start to see sort of that, you know, that sort of direction, like, and teaching is good, man. It teaches you, you learn more than you teach. Sometimes I'm in guard and I'm just like, Oh, do this. And then I'm like, Oh crap. No, this is wrong. Like I've been doing this wrong the whole uh-huh. time. You know, you learn, you learn, you learn a lot. You oh learn yeah, lot. man. It really helps. Really oh, I can tell them, and I, I, I've been, you know, last two years, last three years has been crazy, you know, working, you know, I do construction, so I'm always driving across GTA, you know, Durham, Waterloo region, whatever, I was always like far away, I had to stop my working, okay, I gotta teach, I gotta train, you know, make it happen, and since I started really teaching constantly, it's like, man, it's different, I see all this stuff, you know, like, I'm a new but not so new, but I'm a new coach, you know, like learning, growing up with jiu-jitsu more and more. And you, every time, every day, you realize that every time you go teach and you're like, man, I've been doing this wrong. You know, I got to practice more, but you teach and you always there explaining and learn at the same time, because that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. And eight years pass and we keep going, you know, for you, 10 years pass and you keep going. The jiu-jitsu give you a, a pretty good longevity on training but yeah. there's injuries you know there's the injuries yeah. this happens maybe like myself i had an injury prior jiu-jitsu a long time ago but jiu-jitsu i fell in love with jiu-jitsu that that doesn't really matter right so you right now are in a currently situation that you gotta kind of not stop training not stop training but stop sparring right yeah. you cannot spar anymore not anymore forever but for a good period, right? To get better. Can you, can you explain and tell what's going on? So actually like right now I have post-concussion syndrome. So for people who don't know what that is, that is a lingering effect of symptoms that happen uh, after a uh, minor brain injury. So like a concussion or a hit to the head. Um, the style of jiu-jitsu I play, like I'm a guard player. Uh, so, you know, I get smashed a lot. Um, I get a lot of people trying to step over my head. I get a lot of, uh, you know, I get a lot of head-to-head contact. A um, lot of like, you know, just a lot of, you know, I'm not going to say uncontrolled movement, but it's just a style of my jiu-jitsu that I take a uh-huh. lot of to my head. That's it, you know? So over time, uh, I developed uh, a concussion, uh, you know, oddly enough, it was not even my fault. Like I was just in the gym and uh, two individuals uh, fell on me while they were wrestling. Um, and this type of stuff, it happens. Like, it's not a big deal. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not something that, like, it's not a thing that you cause or your training partner cause. It was something like very, you know, out of nowhere somebody felt and like just to explain to people this is like nothing that jujitsu caused you that no it was some like a except like how can i say that like a a situation you know that happened and it might happen we cannot say oh my god it's never gonna happen but it does you know some we rolling here somehow those guys get too excited and then they come 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 and boom so that's pretty much what happened with you right yeah, exactly. And I compare it to like, I don't ever think of like, oh, jujitsu is the reason I got injured. No, man. Like for me, it's like, honestly, I could be walking down the street, slip and fall and hurt your head. Like you're only human, you know, like your skull is just as hard as a coconut shell. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to stop driving because you think, okay, you're going to get hit by a car. No, you're going to drive. You know what I mean? So that's essentially what it is. Like, and, and for me, I'm notorious for injuries, man. Like my angles, like, you know, I've got so many ankle injuries 
And it doesn't do anything to me. It just means like for, uh, for me, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of other people who are really passionate about YouTube, especially yourself, because I see you taped up all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's just like, man, like you just kind of get used to it. Like, for example, exactly. you, you are a writer or you are in school, you get a paper cut. You just go, it's a paper cut. You it's know, that, that's cut. it. Exactly. You know, so for me, it's the same thing. But with the concussion, it was a little bit different. Um, because it was very scary because it was the first time ever that I ever got uh, anything like that. Uh, funny enough, it happened in 2019 of December, like last week of December. Uh, and I was playing full guard and two individuals uh, fell on me. At that time, it was just like a stinging sensation. I was like, oh, you know, my head, like whatever. You know, I just kind of rubbed the out and I continued rolling like no problem. So I trained that whole week like it was not an issue. Um, and then on January 4th of uh, 2020, um, I randomly painted while watching uh, television, like just randomly. Just uh -huh. and I got back up in 10 seconds and I was like, whoa, what just happened? So it scared me. So I had my first ever like anxiety attack, you know, and I thought uh -huh. I was having a stroke. And I was like, man, like this is crazy. Like my Holy. left went numb. You know, like I couldn't speak. Uh, I was sweating. My heart was pounding. Oh. So I got really scared. So I ended up in the hospital and they told me, okay, it's just, it's just an anxiety attack, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, but what happened was I was still feeling like these symptoms, like of like, I would almost, there'd be times where I would literally look at something and I would almost be fainting in and out for a couple of days, you know, like, in really? and out, you know, like I thought I was going to faint, but I wasn't fainting. It was like this dropping motion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That was really scary for me because I was like, man, what is, what is going on? You know, like all these other injuries, my hand, my leg, like that stuff, I know how to handle, like, how do I handle this? You know, like, so, um, I know frustrating, but, right? Frustrating. Frustrating. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. So it was scary. Um, and then what happened was I ended up, uh, so I ended up three days in a row. I went to three separate hospitals. So the first time I was there, um, I went there and then they're like, oh, you have an anxiety thing. I'm like, okay. I never suffered from anxiety in my whole life, you know? So what's no going way, on? Yeah, yeah. Like there's no way that I have anxiety, right? Okay. So then um, and the second hospital I went to, they told me, um, like at that time, I didn't know at that time it was a hit to my head. I just thought like, oh, something's wrong with my heart. Yeah, that thing that happened never came out like, oh, that wasn't, yeah, I know. Weirdest thing, man. So essentially, like, what had happened was the second day I went to the separate hospital, did tests, my blood came out clean, my heart came out clean. Everything was good. Like, everything was good. And then eventually I was like, no, like, I started doing my own research, like, you know, about these symptoms. Like, what is up? You know, I feel this, I feel that. And then eventually um, I came to the conclusion after a week, I was like, this I started realizing, hey, I actually took a hit to my head. It was pretty hard um, last week or two weeks ago. Like, it makes sense, you know, like, I hit uh -huh, my head uh -huh. and then I have these symptoms. So I seen uh, uh, Melissa Biscardi. She's um, an uh, osteopath. Uh, and uh, she's a fellow black belt that trains with us. I'm sure you know her. Yeah. Uh, and she deals with, you know, A to Z, you know, everything. And uh, God bless her, man. She's been helping me ever since like day one of, of this injury. That's like, nice. it's crazy, man. So I went to her. Uh, she told me she did a couple of visual tests, a couple of things that she has there. She told me, yep, you have a concussion, you know. Um, and man, like, you know, the funniest thing was the second she told me I had a concussion, I was like, 
yo, at least I know now I can go back to train. Like, <laughs> you know, so, that mentality, right? Yeah, okay, I know what I have now. I just gotta. <laughs> that's it. And so the exactly. thing that was scaring me was not because jujitsu or whatever. It, it was like, okay, what's going on? You know, I just the unknown was scaring me. You know, so eventually, like I spent about a month recovering. I did her. I seen her like uh, three, four times that month. She really helped me. Bro, by mid-February, I was back on the mats. I was back on the mats. Yeah, okay, I had my system, but I was training. I was going light, you know. Um, and then this COVID thing happened. So this COVID thing happened. Yes, okay, slowed down my my um, my training. training. But the thing was, you know, it's funny, man. I was actually getting better while I was training, and this is a proven fact because when you do exercise during a during like a, a mild concussion period, um, it's actually a well-known thing that uh, your blood, your brain gets more blood, more oxygen, you know, uh-huh. uh, and this is like, I'm not an expert, but this is just something that was working for me, you know, Yeah, yeah. and I was taking it light and everything, and I was really recovering, man, like, I, and, and that was, that motivated me, I got into a six-week camp with, uh, like a training camp, uh, like a strength and weightlifting camp with, awesome. uh, with James Lou, uh, who is a uh, great he, guy. He's amazing, man. So he's, uh, he, he works out of Scarborough. He does all trains BJJ as well. Right. Exactly. He's a exactly. Pro. So, uh, you know, I was like getting ready. I was like this year, man, like I'm doing Nogi, you know, like I, I've been wanting to do Nogi for yeah. some time. So I'm like, you know, this year I'm going to do Nogi. Uh, so it's funny if I think about it now, it's like, you know, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt in Nogi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, but I I know. Know? it's That's, funny, man. What a mentality, right? Like the guy, man, I don't yeah. want to stop. I want to keep going, man. That was it, man. And, and the funniest exactly. part was like, after COVID happened, that's when my symptoms started getting worse because I would just not train. Like I wasn't getting exercise. My I was starting to gain weight. I was starting, and so it's a well-known thing that um, activity is what kind of helps you recover. You know, like uh, exercise and all these things, staying healthy, eating well. When you're training, when Definitely. I'm training, that's what I do. You know, like I don't physically eat. and mentally absolutely. helps you absolutely. So to me, I really think like I developed this post-concussion syndrome because of inactivity, of course. But I, you you never know. You never know. Uh, but I will say this, like, it's still not stopping me, you know, like just because I have this syndrome, you know, I got some CT scans done. I got some tests done. I seen a, a neurologist, uh, you know, for people who don't know what a neurologist is, it's just someone yeah. who is a special uh, thing uh, for your brain. Your brain. You know? Yeah. And so he told me, he's like, yeah, you know, I think, uh, first, at first he said, you should really consider changing sports. <laughs> well, but, you know, no way, doc. Me, I was like, yeah, I was like, as soon as he said that to me, in my mind, I was like, I know he's going to say that when I walk in. So, you know, but then we had a conversation. I said, listen, you know, like jujitsu for me is like not just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. You know, um, it keeps me equal to everything I do. And if, it, if I can't do jujitsu, like I'll be miserable, you know, I'll be dead. Um, yeah, I know. And then so he told me that, like, you know what, you should probably take a year off. So I told him, OK, you know what, maybe I won't take a year off, but. I'll take a year off from full fighting contact. Exactly. So, you know, for those people who are starting out jiu-jitsu, um, man, drilling. Man, if you don't want to spar and you're afraid of sparring and you're afraid of rolling and you're afraid of that, like that moment, um, don't be afraid to drill. Drilling is still jiu-jitsu. You're exactly. Learning, you know? 
You're learning, right? You're yep. learning. You exercising, sweating, and and working brand, you know, body, and still yeah. drill. Yeah. Drill means kill. You know, you're drilling and exactly you're drilling to kill. That's, that's it. it, man. And uh, you know, the best of the best out there. That's what they do. They drill. They drill. You know, someone like, for example, like Max Holloway, he doesn't even spar anymore. Like, he, this is something he's talked about already. Like, you know, he's an MMA fighter, high yeah. level. He doesn't spar anymore. He suffered a concussion um, earlier in his career. And, and because of that, he says, I don't spar no more. I, I just do my camps without sparring. And then his last performance, he broke records in the UFC. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Amazing. We're talking about amazing, amazing athlete, right? So yeah. high level. High level. Really high level. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, man. Like, concussion can happen to anyone, right? Like, out of nowhere, you can get hit and, and, and it happen, but it's just going to be up to you and up to your mind, like, how you're going to deal with it. You know, like, I'm sure, I'm sure Jiu Jitsu taught you in a way, like, how to become a little bit tougher, a little bit like, have your mindset, you know, and, and look up with stuff. Like you said, Jiu-Jitsu taught me how to keep up with stuff, you know, to not give up and, and learn more and go after stuff. Because if I can do this thing, like this thing is so hard on my body, so hard on my mind, so hard, everything, you know, every belt gets harder. Why I cannot pass through this, you know, like I, I think on the, I, I have the same way of thought to you. Like, I think the same way I have like a, a huge limitation that uh, nobody ever knew about it and never talk about it, you know, but too many injuries. And, and if I stop to say, I mean, I'm going to stop. I would never do jujitsu because in first place, I should never start. You know, I have no cartilage between bones, no cartilage. Who yeah. Whoever has no cartilage, you're going to start a sport that you have to be using your legs all the time and you have to be, you know, so jujitsu taught me this too, you know, and you got to become a little bit tougher to keep going. But I'm sure there's many other things, you know, this is just a obstacle that you're going to go through. And then after that, you're going to look, man, it's gone. You know, jiu-jitsu jiu wins, to be honest, because we just keep going, like thinking, oh, you're not thinking to stop. You're just going to keep drilling, drilling, drilling. After one, you're going to feel much better because you're going to be exercising, you know, you're going to feel good. And then somehow you're going to feel, I think today I'm good. You know, like, I think I can start rolling. Six, I, I believe six months later, you're gonna be like, what? You know, I need I need to be back on on some sparring for sure. Yeah. But man, take yeah. your time, you know, take your time because we're looking to we look to do this until 67 years old, right? We're looking to be old and or teaching or talking, preaching jujitsu, and and that's my mindset. I want to keep doing this for the rest of my life. Man, the black belt here, it's just like the beginning to all the way to coral belt, you know? I, I hope I don't die before that. I want to do that. I <laughs> no, want to do yeah. that. And you know, like, it's funny, like, seeing you get your black belt, seeing a couple of people who actually, like, I came up with in jiu-jitsu, like, that's what motivates me, man. Like, as soon as I see that, I'm like, man, I'm next. I know I am. You know, so, <laughs> and again, like, black belt, to me, at this point, black belt doesn't mean anything. Um, it's just another belt, you know? But really what it is to me, it's just like, it's just like that little bit of thing that, you know, when you start as a white belt and you see that light at the end of the, at the end of that road. And yeah. when you get the black belt, you're like, okay, I've got to that light, but doesn't mean the road ends, you know? Exactly. So that's the exactly. thing, with me, you know? So man, like if I, if I'm going to give advice to anybody starting jiu-jitsu, it, it's just like, you just take it day at a time. 
like I'm me, I'm a type of person, like I wake up, I feel different every day, you know, like what some days you have good days, some days you have bad days. Um, something that just really taught me is that it's okay to feel the way you feel, but doesn't mean that you're not going to get this done, you know? Exactly. But that's what it is. Right. And step uh, by step. Yeah, man. Step by step and just keep a good circle, man. That's the biggest thing. Like keep the right people around you. Um, keep, you know, the right mentality and, you know, you'll, you'll get there, man. That's, that's for sure, for sure. I did. I'm sure you're going to do it soon, man. Like, like you said, it's not that doesn't mean anything, but it's just the point that you are now, you know, the black belt will be on your waist, you know, I'm sure it means a lot, you know, like inside is going to be like, yes, I got it. But now it's just another long journey, you know, all the way to, I don't know how many years it's going to be, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see each other for a long time. Black belts, one, two, three, four, five degrees, you know, working because no matter what life is life, you know, if, and if you don't get to be like, have your own gym or teach, I'm sure you're going to always be around jujitsu, but you got to have your business. You got to grow in life. You got to make things happen. Right. And jujitsu will guide you to make that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know what, I'll tell you this, man, like, like this is the biggest thing that um, I kind of live by when it comes to not just jiu-jitsu, but everything. And you hear George say it a lot. You hear, this is like our motto in the gym. You know, I'm sure anybody who trains Crown BJ, they've heard it once. Man, a black belt is just a white belt who just never quit, man. Exactly, that's exactly. And, and that's all it is, man. So if you, if you just don't quit, you just take every day at a time, you're going to make it where you got to go, right? A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. Karan, man, it was great talking to you, you know, man. I hope you like this thing you can get better. I'm sure it's not gonna be like one, two, three months that you know you're gonna feel better and stuff, but man, just keep going, you know. I'm sure you're not gonna quit or whatever, you're gonna keep drilling, you know, training, training, you know. <laughs> but exactly, but um yeah, I mean, we, we all have like these obstacles, you know, life, life gonna come at you. You gotta probably have to move, have to find another gym. You have to stop. You have no money to pay the gym. You lost your job. You just got a kid. You know, you things will come. Things will come. But if you really like it, and I'm sure it's not about like, oh, I have to train and stuff. No, it's about to go there, learn jujitsu, and learn to make things around to go there and bring good stuff back home. You know, because you you go out there you leave everything that you have on the day you stress or whatever and then you bring good stuff like to your wife to your family to your kid to yourself you live by yourself you you in peace with yourself right and that's what i feel like so man like i said great talking to you i really appreciate you take the time you know to come and and, and do an episode with me this thing just a really new thing to me and uh it's been a while already. I really enjoyed this first impression. It's here to stay and we're going to go, you know, we're going to grow and make things, make people know about jujitsu. That's my whole purpose. I want people to know the good things that jujitsu bring to your life. And we have a couple minutes uh, uh, to finish. Can you really push out there what jujitsu has taught you so we can fi finalize this? So I'll tell you this, man, growing up, I was always the softest person. I still am, you know, but if someone like me can do jiu-jitsu and become, you know, the person I envisioned myself to be, you know, like when I was a kid, like growing up, I, like 
I, that's what I wanted to be, you know. And uh, a big thing for me was when I got my purple belt. Like, that was it. You know, I was like, I seen, when I started as a white belt man, uh, I used to see a couple people doing these crazy moves and be like, man, I will never, ever yeah. do that. When I got to purple, how these people don't even train anymore, you know? So, <laughs> exactly. you know, and, and, and like one thing I will leave everybody with is um, just never quit, man. Quitting is a different thing than changing, you know? Changing is different, you know? If, if you're going to change, you can change clothes. You can change, you know, whatever you're going to change. You can change your car. But, you know, if you stop wearing clothes, the car, that's what quitting is, you know? So just don't ever quit. That's what it's about, man. Awesome. Thank you for the words, Karan. We're going to stay here with this last word, and it's great, guys. Don't quit. Keep up. You know, like he said before, a white belt is a, a black belt. is a white belt who never quits. And that's it, guys. Just keep working. Try jiu-jitsu. Try jiu-jitsu. It's going to help you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Karan, thank you very much. One more time, brother. I hope to see you soon. Come visit me at Cambridge, and, cool. and we'll talk. Absolutely. All right? Take care, brother. Thank you. Okay. Us. Oh,